a good hockey player plays where the puck is. Great hockey player plays where the puck is going to be. Hello and welcome to episode 179 of Under the Call of MS. A little bit of hockey and then a bunch of crap that you can buy in the future. Uh, <laughs> I just figured I'd give an update. I wanted to do something yesterday. Everything went or on Wednesday, but everything went wrong and that day ended up going so late I'd never even... I didn't want to put out like a 10 p.m. podcast that day, so I just figured I'd catch up. Today, I wanted a Thursday. I had yesterday, I had to put out a regular episode. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I like to stick to my regular episodes. So I figured I'd throw in a little hockey today and then get to some more things to buy in the future since the next catalogs are going to be coming out pretty quick. So I got to get my butt caught up on those too. So. Lots of stuff to do, not enough time, but what you going to do about it? Just do a quick rundown of the games since I last mentioned them. On Saturday, we had the Panthers against the Lightning with a 6-2 win by the Lightning. And the second game was Penguins-Islanders. Islanders won that game 4-1. The Canadians lost out to the Maple Leafs on Saturday night. And the Golden Knights just pounded the Minnesota Wild 4 nothing on that game. That was a fun game. That was the only one I got to watch because that was one that was actually televised for me. Had a lot of fun watching that game. Uh, the Predators on Sunday night beat the Hurricanes. The Avalanche... On my birthday, on Sunday night, swept the series 4-0, winning it 5-2 over the Blues, and they are going into the second round. I cannot wait. And another team that's jumping into the second round, another one of my faves in this uh, playoffs, is the Bruins beat the Capitals Sunday 3-1 to to sweep their, well, not sweep their league, to win their, Series four to one, and then we got the Jets beat out the Oilers on Sunday, and on Monday we had the Islanders beating the Penguins three two. We have Maple Leafs beat out the Can- Montreal Canadiens two one. Uh, their series is probably going to be the last one to end because they got a late start going on it. Uh, Panthers beat out the Lightning 4-1. And, oh, wait, I didn't realize this. There was another sweep. I thought the Avs were going to be the only ones to sweep their series first round, but the Jets swept the Oilers, beating them 4-3 to take the series 4-0. So the Jets will be advancing, Winnipeg Jets. And then the Golden Knights lost to the Wild 4-2 on Monday. So that series is still holding on. And then on Tuesday, we had the Maple Leafs beat the Canadians 4-0. Bring that series to a 3-1 lead by the Maple Leafs. And the Predators lost out to the Hurricanes. 3-2, and Wednesday night, we had uh, 
Islanders playing the Penguins. Islanders won that 5-3 to win their series. 4-2. So the Islanders, well, New York Islanders will be advancing from that series, which I wish the Penguins would have won it, but I don't mind either of those teams. And another finish off for the first round is Lightning beat the Panthers 4-0. And that put the Lightnings as the winners of that series 4-2. So they're going on to the second round. And then, ooh, I missed out on this. This first time hearing this. Hard for me to get caught up on a lot of these games because all the stuff that's been going on, I just have not been catching my audio podcast podcast but the wild beat the golden knights three nothing so the knights are just they're hanging on by a booger they're still winning the leading the series three two but not for long and we'll have to see what comes of that but and catch up from thursday on games later on but yeah it's a fun series. I'm still loving it. Still some great overtime games. Uh, the one I watched watched one last night that went in overtime again. That was another unexpected overtime game. But, of course, you know, Colorado Avalanche is still my team. Always been my, ho- my favorite hockey team. They're uh, going to hopefully go all the way to Stanley Cup and win it all. I was worried about them having a game against the Golden Knights, but now that I see the Wild won these last two games against the Golden Knights, I'm kind of curious how this is going to play out, but I think I probably got better odds against the Golden Knights because sometimes the Wild just surprise you, and it, they're like the Dallas Stars. They pull shit out of their ass when they shouldn't. If you want to know a little bit more about the Colorado Avalanche, or you don't, you're going to find out. (laughs) Colorado Avs were founded in 1972. They're the only active NHL team that has won all of its Stanley Cup Finals appearances. Hopefully this one, too. 2000-2001 season, the Avs won 52 games, the most in franchise history, and captured a second Stanley Cup by defeating the New Jersey Devils in a seven-game final. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, thankfully, we don't have the Devil- New Jersey Devils playing this year. They're Detroit Red Wings, some of those teams. Dallas Stars, I'm glad to see. They're not in the playoffs this year. But Avalanche have won nine division titles since relocating to D- Denver. If you know anything about when the Avs started out, you've seen them come with the crossover as the Nordiques, which they did their fallback uniforms this year, which they had some really cool purple ones I wanted to get my hands on, but they had an auction on them, but I never found the auction, and I'm sure they went for outrageous prices, but uh, they had they were in the Stanley Cup Finals, 1996 and 2001. Uh, basically, 2020, 2021, they won the President's Trophy. And 5-13-21, facing the Blues. Uh, 
And then they're also, over the years, the 2001 Western Conference champions, the 1996 Western Conference champions, 2000-2001 President's Trophy winners, 1996-97 President Trophy's winners, and they were undefeated last 17 games, COVID pauses and all before the playoffs. And also the first four games of the playoffs. So if you want a great team to follow, I'd say pick them because they're the best, of course. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm still enjoying this. Uh, hopefully, with ESPN, I get the replays. So I'm at least trying to stay away from scores. That's why I wasn't up to date on some of these because I want to watch some of these games yet off ESPN even though they're over with, but as long as I can get away without hearing a score, it's like it was rough with the Colorado's game on my birthday because I wanted to watch it on my birthday. I wouldn't be able to see it till the day after. I could have listened to the audio on Sunday, but I did did not want to do that game in audio. I wanted to see the actual game. And, of course, a bunch of crap happened Sunday. <laughs> so I didn't get to the game till Monday night, but I was actually able to – Keep information away from me so I didn't have to worry about finding out who won that. And I was so happy because I got the one. So that was great. Uh, Going to get back to some goodies you can buy in the future and try and finish that off over the next few podcasts too. So talk again soon. Have a great one. Back to the fun. We got Impending Blindness of Billy Scott by Avery Hill Publishing. Billy Scott is an artist. Her debut gallery exhibition opens in a few months. Within a fortnight, she'll be completely blind. Zoe Thorogood's first graphic novel is a story about what it's like to get something you want. Have it immediately taken away from you. And then how you put it all back together again. Set in a world of people down on their luck, from Middlesbrough to London, it's a graphic novel that speaks of post-austerity, Britain, and the problems facing those left behind. This is an interesting new look on life, and I would like to get into that one. Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon, they had the run going not long ago. They have that in trade paperback form now by Marvel Comics. Iron Maiden, Faces of Eddie, 1,000-piece puzzle. That's pretty cool looking with all the little Eddies on the cover. So if you're a fan of Iron Maiden at all, or Eddie, I mean, there's fans of one and not the other out there. I'm a big fan of Eddie, but I'm not huge on Iron Maiden's music. But a few songs, but that, that's a pretty cool looking puzzle. And you have Iyanu, Child of Wonder, Volume 1 trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Iyanu, a teenage orphan with no recollection of her past, suddenly discovers that she has abilities that rival the ancient de- deities told in, fo- in the folklore of her people. 
It is these abilities that are the key to bringing back an Age of Wonders. As Ayanu begins her journey to save a world on the brink of destruction, corrupt, cursed wildlife, and strange divine divine beasts are determined to destroy humanity, unless Ayanu can stop them. Dark Horse and Unique Studios launch. But yeah, this looks like a fun, interesting story if you're into that type. And then if you're a fan of Jaws, they have things like Jaws Quince Mints Sour Sour Candies Tin from Boston American Corp. And they have a cool looking Jaws Toonie Terrors Jaws and Quint 6-inch 2-pack figure by NECA. It's got jaws coming out of the water, and he's he Quint's up there spearing at him, and jaws trying to eat Quint. It's cool looking, and it's a nice tabletop display. They have Jonah and the Un Unpossible Monsters Number One Drawing Board Edition by Oni Press. Not sure what the whole drawing board thing is, but Rainbow has been searching for her sister Jonah. For a year. The last time she saw Jonah was also the first time she saw one of the monsters that now roam the planet. They're big, ugly, and dangerous creatures driving humanity to the brink of extinction. Though there isn't much hope for survival out in the wild, Rainbow knows that her sister is out there somewhere and she'll do anything to find her. Uh, Sounds fun. And it's... Obviously got some extra things going with the whole drawing board edition. So check that out. Figure out what it is by Oni Press. If you're in a Jonah at all, the little caveman characters, you'll enjoy that. They have Junior High Junior High Horrors Return Walking Flu Vaccine Edition number one by Keen Spot Entertainment. The dyslexia-friendly, all-ages horror parody returns with a new tale of the walking flu. When Mikey gets the flu, the world turns upside down, and new deputy Andrew Grimes and his son Coral (laughs) have to help the inhabitants of Gateland figure out their new normal in this obvious parody of the walking dead and real life. Also, the second part of the Chuckles play backup story featuring Frederick and his new nemesis, Chuckles. I wonder what that could be parodying. Oh, goody. We get another phone call today. And it's from his sister again. All right. Looks like someone grabbed it, so we don't have to worry about that one. Oh, there it goes again. Must have got disconnected. All right. That was the walking flu, and that's definitely going to be in my my pull list. I'll have to get that and check out at least the first few chapters. I wish it would be a one-shot since it's a parody edition, but who knows? It's the number one, so it might be a one-shot. All right, we got Justice League Infinity number one by DC Comics. Uh, yeah. There is a being wandering the universe searching for its true purpose. But what it finds out on the farthest edges of the cosmos will change not 
just their universe, but many. Meanwhile, the war for the throne of Apocalypse arrives on Earth, and the true ruler will only be decided one way. Who can destroy the Justice League? Another Justice League story. Maybe they'll come out with a second one that's an extra 150 pages. <laughs> okay. The Katrina comic I talked about a while back. They have the number three coming out. I don't know if anybody cares about that, but I was worried that that series was put to an end or something, but that's about the vampires down in Louisiana with the hurricane coming. For the Kirby fans, there's Kirby entry-grade model kit. It's a snap-together kit by Bandai Hobby. I'm thinking that it's maybe just Kirby's body, the star, and his two feet. <laughs> snap those four together, and they consider that a model kit. I don't know what else they really do to make this any smaller pieces, but yeah, it's Get a little Kirby figure, put him on your desk. Everybody needs a little Kirby in their life. I <laughs> uh, got the Kirby Superstar Gourmet Race PVC statue. This one I'd like to get put on my shelf, but it is pricey. It's 180 bucks, so I don't don't foresee that one ending up on my shelf. But it's by Mega House Com or Mega House. Check that out for all the Kirby fans. Then you got Lady Death Treacherous Infamy number one by Coffin Comics. It's number one of two, so I'll probably definitely put it on my list. Lady Death has always been the bad girl, but once upon a time, she was absolutely evil, obsessed with annihilation. The diva of death sought to snuff out the entire human race and turn the earth into the endless graveyard. Thankfully, Lady Death changed her wicked ways to become a champion of the downtrodden and a scourge of the demon kind throughout hell. For generations, the evil seething within the witch's soul lied dormant, forgotten, until now. So I'm going to have to get this and check it out. Oh, they got a special thing going if they get the retailer gets 10 copies there's a Paolo Pantella Elite Edition at $4.99 so I'm going to have to find out about that one see if my, my newest retailer likes to get certain things so see what we come across last one we'll talk about for today is last book you'll ever read number one by Vault Comics. Civilization is a lie. Hidden deep in our genes is the truth, and it is slowly clawing its way to the surface. Olivia Cade knows the truth, and she has become the prophet of the coming collapse. Her book, Satire, Satire is an international bestseller, and it's being blamed for acts of senseless violence and bloodshed all over the world. Olivia's own life is in danger from those who have read her work. Determined to conduct a book tour, she hires security professional Connor Wilson to act as her boy bodyguard. She only has one requirement. He cannot read her work. Uh, you should have got 
uh, Wade Wilson instead to back her up, I think. But yeah, this sounds fun. It's kind of like uh, mind bending, altering instead of using it by video version or audio version, they're finally going, doing it by book version. So uh, check that out. I think that one will probably be on my list. It's by Colin Buns. We'll get back to you again someday soon. All right, let's head on back to the comic book shop. Last Witch Fear and Fire trade paperback by Boom Studios. You have the power when the witch known as Kyalich haunts the children of the village. Saoris, a brave and reckless young girl, will defy her father and discover the secrets of the witch's tower. But when Kyalich captures Saoris and her brother Brahm, their lives are forever changed in ways they never expected. Now Saoris will have to save everyone she loves by discovering the truth about the mysterious mark on her shoulder and embracing her secret magical powers. Uh, it's a good one for the witch, the young reader witch fans out there. And fans of Life, and, Life is Strange, they got Life is Strange coming home, number one. Starting up with the whole, the I believe it's the third Life is, is Strange uh, video game. It's going to link all together with that. And that's by Titan Comics. If there's any fans of Little Lulu out there, they have Little Lulu, little girl who could talk to trees, hardcover, and probably softcover. By Drawn and Quarterly coming out. With a bunch of little little Lulu sketches in there. Uh, yeah, they have, for the Janice Joplin fans, they have a book I'm going to hopefully see on my shelf in the near future. But Love Me Please, Story, is, story of Janice Joplin by NBM. That's definitely got to be an interesting read. And here's a fun little sounding story. Yeah, Lucy in the Sky graphic novel by First Second. In this contemporary middle grade graphic novel, 12-year-old Lucy discovers her father's collection of Beatles records and is, and is inspired to form an all-girl rock band. It's the first day of seventh grade, and everything is going downhill for Lucy Stutcliffe. At school, her friends seem to be leaving her behind. At home, her single father is in a rut, and her perpetually wandering journalist mother is more absent than ever. Worst of all, Lucy's beloved grandmother is undergoing chemotherapy and is no longer the vital, unflagging presence that her family has come to depend on. Then Lucy discovers the Beatles, gets a drum set, and decides to form a rock band. Things are suddenly looking up. It's an interesting little musical story. I'll be picking that one up in the future. And we got Lunar Ladies, number one of three. A million years ago in outer space, a highly advanced society of women lives under the surface of the moon. Their peaceful way of living is quietly 
fractured from the inside as political ideologies pit the queen of the moon against a geneticist hell-bent on usurping the queen's power. The Lunar Ladies is a homage to the public domain character Moon Girl, complete with Golden Age ray guns and laser rays. Pew, pew! (laughs) This looks like it could be kind of interesting. It's by Skull Comics, which I like, and it's only a three-issue run, so I might might check that out. And here's another one that kind of grabbed my eye. Mom, M.O.M, Mother of Madness, number one by Image Comics. Game of Thrones superstar Amelia Clark debuts an extra-length three-issue miniseries. The mayhem begins with Maya, under-the-weather scientist by day, over-the-top superhero by night, and badass single mom 24-7. Deadpool action and Fleabag comedy collide when Maya activates her freakish superpowers to take on a secret sect of human traffickers. Mature readers only. Comedy and chaos await in the first of three 40-page issues of the glamorous artist of horror, Leila Lyons. Yeah, this... I don't know why it doesn't say one of three at the top, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna check this one out. Something different. Need a little variety in my life. Got Machine Gun Kelly, Hotel Diablo, trade paperback by Z, Z2 Comics. Between Heaven and Hell lies a way station for the soul, a place where your deeds in life are the keys to your eternity in the afterlife. At the Hotel Diablo. And it's Lydia Lopez's first night behind the front desk. Every guest has got a story to tell and a lesson to learn. I'm kind of curious what's up with this. I don't know if I'll jump on it right away or not, but I will in the long run. Marvel Action Chillers trade paperback by IDW Publishing. Starting up those chillers again. We got When an Ancient Supernatural Book Threatens the World, Doctor Strange and Ironheart will have to follow its trail of destruction to stop it. Brave, the spookiest corners of the Marvel action universe with the Sorceress Supreme and armored teen genius Riri Williams as they hunt the legendary Ironbound Book of Shuma Gorath. Along the way, they'll hear the fearful tales of its past. Iron Man's encounter with a horrifying postmodern Prometheus. The time teenage monster hunter Elsa Bloodstone came up against a werewolf in Captain America's clothing. Spider-Man and Nadia Van Dyne, the unstoppable wasp, against a possessive symbiote out for Peter Parker's soul. Then, in the fearful finale, Heroes learn who's behind the book of books chaos, and that person has one final fright to call forth. Oh, now this actually caught my eye. Damn it! <laughs> it's not one I was going to put on my list, but I might. We'll see. Or I can wait an extra month and get it for half the price. But we'll see what happens. They have a Marvel portfolio by Mark Brooks. 
at Marvel Comics coming out. Some beautiful artwork that you can frame. If you like the collaboration where they put a ton of characters all on one page and stuff like that. So those would look beautiful on your wall framed up. And if you're a fan of the plushies, they got a bunch of new plushies coming out, including the funny Deadpool 8-inch plush by Kid Robot. And they also have a fun, cute-looking little funny Groot. 8-inch plush, and a Funny Venom 8-inch plush. Fans of WandaVision, they have a Art of Marvel's WandaVision, Art of the, Art of the Series Hardcover Slipcase Edition by Marvel Comics coming out. So you can get all the wonderful artwork from that series. It was well-loved by many. Masters of the Universe, giving it another chance. Not, I don't think this one's going to have any Funko Pops uh, characters or anything like that in it. But this is Masters of the Universe Revelation number one by Dark Horse Comics. And sadly, I might have to get it because this is the official comic book prequel to the upcoming Netflix television show written by executive producers Kevin Smith and Rob David and episode writer Tom Sheridan, and featuring art by Mindy Lee, Crimson Lotus, following a vicious Orlax attack on his father, King Randor, He-Man learns the creature is linked to the origin of the Sword of Power, and to save Randor and put an end to the chaos, He-Man embarks on an epic journey that pits him against his longtime foes Skeletor and Evil Lynn, and sees Tila take the Reigns of a Powerful Legacy, the official prequel to the upcoming Netflix show. With Kevin Smith being part of that, I might just have to jump on it, and I think it would probably be a good club pick. I can pretty much guarantee Damon's going to get it. I can see Anthony getting this also, but we'll see. And you can see that on Crimson Call Comic Club audio and video podcast. And that will be it for today, and we'll get back to you with some more goodies in the near future.